It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled Standing for Jesus. Our scripture reference today is Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 1 and chapter 2 verse 1. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the river Kabar, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. He said to me, O mortal, stand up on your feet, and I will speak with you. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Dudley Tang was a 19th century American preacher. He was popular and despised. A strong abolitionist, his sermons rallied a great number of people to faith and service. Of course, those same political sermons insulted and angered others. Their resentment forced his resignation from his church. Tang died as a result of a farming accident. A corn thrasher caught his sleeve. The infection from that killed him only days later. His supposed dying words are a part of religious tradition. There are various accounts of what he said and even when he said it. Some say he intended his words for his father or to the other preachers he ministered with. Others suggest they were part of his final sermon. Either way, Tang said, let us stand up for Jesus. Considering his passion for Christ, that is a powerful admonition. The sermon text at Tang's funeral was Ephesians 6.14. In the middle of Paul's talk of our spiritual battle, he tells the Ephesians to stand firm. A fitting passage. Another minister was so inspired by the funeral, he wrote a hymn he used in his next sermon. The hymn was, Stand Up. Stand up for Jesus. Standing often suggests a readiness of battle. Stand up to someone. Stand against another. But what of standing for Jesus? Christian history is brimming with examples of people using Jesus. They use their faith to justify their military efforts and political agendas. It's often said more wars have been fought in the name of religion than anything else. That's not quite true, but point taken. There is another way for us to consider our standing for Jesus. Instead of taking a conquering approach to the world, we become servants, devoted servants to Christ. When God called Ezekiel, the prophet was to stand up on your feet. This was how God would speak to him. The impression is God's appearance humbled Ezekiel. Perhaps he bowed in adoration and fear. That is an appropriate reaction, but God says to stand. A servant must rise to serve. 
Likewise, we can't hide behind our postures of worship and prayer. We can't be too busy being humble worshipers that we don't stand to be faithful servants. It's easy, even common, to say, I'll pray for you, or to offer prayers for Ukraine. Yes, there is great value in carrying others in your personal times of prayer. But think of the impact if we could stand up to go to pray with someone, to call them and offer a prayer of encouragement or healing in real time. Think of the Ukrainians who stood up in prayer as the threat of war hovered over them. Think of Russian Christians who stand up for Jesus by denouncing their country's political actions. That is no superficial deed. There is a time to bow humbly in worship, but we also need to stand up to obey the call of Christ. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.